Hello, and welcome back to Forever Faith, a podcast where we work through our issues of real life and our faith. We are currently reading The Reason for God by Timothy Keller. Let's get going. This is episode five. How can a loving God send people to hell? I'm back. My name is Merritt. We got. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ryan. And let's get into this. So, how has your guys' week been? Uh, good question. Uh, busy. I've been uh, doing a lot of stuff with work, a lot of logistical things. My October is packed. I don't know how I'm going to get through it, but, you know, we'll get through it anyway. That's how life works, right? Yeah, but sometimes it's nice to be able to have a break, you know? Oh, for sure. No, I I definitely have a break. Um, My wife and I are working on uh, trying to find time to get away middle of October. So uh, we're going to do something. Don't know what we're doing yet. We were going to shoot for hiking up on the North Shore, but um, we'll figure it out. Just bring your wife to Trout. Uh, so Merritt's talking about Trout Lake camps. Uh, our church goes to Trout Lake, um, all the time, uh, for a lot of different things and retreats and such, but, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll probably end up at Trout sometime. That'd be pretty cool. Because they do do the couples in the spring, right? Yeah, they have, uh, Oak Haven Church has a marriage retreat every, what is it, February and March. We actually, this last year, uh, we went to marriage retreat one weekend, and the very next weekend was the first uh, Sunday that we actually canceled in-person church uh, because of COVID. So we uh, bookmarked COVID with marriage <laughs> retreat this year. But still a good time, relaxing to get away for a little bit. Yeah. How are, How's your week going, Ethan? Uh, my week's, uh, it's going. You know, I got a bunch of school, got to do that. Me and Mary just took the ACTs today. Oh, how'd that go? It sucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Why? it did. It just took forever because, like, some of the stuff, you wish they, like, would give you a break in the middle of the sections because, like, what, it was the English section was an hour long and you just sat there and did the questions and, like, I don't have really an issue with tests. It was just taking so long, and it was so exhausting just sitting in that, like, warm classroom with nothing else going on. Let me let me correct, Merritt. Uh, the English section was 45 minutes. The math section was 60 minutes. You know, I don't think our listeners actually care how long it was. The point is that uh, it was a long time, and it felt like a long time. Yeah. No, yeah. It, yep. I wish they would have just let us do it on our own pace. I would have been out of there at 11 o'clock. <laughs> You would have just cruised through the whole thing, huh? Yeah. That makes sense. Did Especially you even finish your sections? I I didn't know how to do the math section, so I just, you know, A, C, D, um, F, uh, G. Did you perfect. really just go back and forth? Yeah. So that is let, the let worst me, way to guess. L- there's, hey. there's some strategy here. Hey. So any, hey. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. Listen, I got to help. I got to help. Uh, for future reference, if you ever are taking a multiple choice test and you don't know what the answer is do not is, say c 
Because that does not work for the ACTs. It's randomly generated. Which is the reason why it works. The reason why... You see, just have to go with one the entire time. Ah, uh, so like merits with this as well. BG, because they do it like every two questions is the amount of letters they do. It's actually not that either. Because it's randomized, statistically, let, let's say there's four options on every question, right? Just for example. If you choose just C all the way down, statistically, you will be right one-fourth of the time. And so if you lit literally have zero idea what the answer to a question is, like you actually don't know, you have no guesses or anything because that you got to go with your gut first, then you choose one letter, in the case most people say is just C. Uh, some people do A, some B, some D, whatever it is. You choose one letter and go the whole way down because then theoretically one-fourth of the questions that you have no idea on, you'll get right. Whether it plays out that way in real life, eh, you know, more or less. But that, that's the strategy. Uh, next time you take the ACT, uh, definitely keep that in mind. Yeah, but no, that's, that's what I was trying to get at, though, Ryan, is on the ACT, the letters go by every other question. So, like, question one is A, B, C, D. Question uh -huh. two is E, F, G, Oh, H. that's what I was saying. I like see. I misunderstood. That makes BF, sense. BF. I see. So you choose like the one through four, essentially. Yeah. Of the first of the four options. I see. That makes sense. I personally went all second when I didn't do all the questions. I yeah, see. I just did it randomly. Okay. That's fine. Uh, you'll get your tests back, and I'm sure uh, everybody listening to this podcast is eager to find out uh, your but, scores, um, and I'm sure you are willing to put that out just in public. Wanna point out that uh i didn't guess on any other section because i'm actually good with all the other sections so uh so you finished both english sections and the science section yes i'm actually quite good at reading nice very well done boys i'm not bad at the reading section it just takes me a while because i'm a slow reader yeah well I everybody's know, but, a little different but so. i'm pretty sure he aced the math part Nice. Well I done. didn't even quite finish it. I was I was like rocketing through that. I Still don't know how it. anybody would finish the math section. No, I know. It's just like what? It's 60 questions. Well, anyway, yeah. it's it's been a very long time since I took the ACT myself and so I probably wouldn't do very good, but that's that's looking backwards. The test is over. Let's look forward. Uh, is there anything you guys are excited about coming up? I'm getting six teeth pulled on Thursday. How are you getting six teeth pulled? That's like half your teeth. Um, getting my uh, wisdom teeth out, oh, all four, and I then see. I still have I have a baby tooth that needs to come out, and then I have a tooth that's stuck in my gums that needs to come out. Your mouth is gonna feel real empty after that procedure. Oh, I man. know. Are I'm they knocking you out? Yeah, I'm gonna have nice. one empty gap in my right side of my face, but that's okay. But then it'll grow back. The next one will grow back in. No. No, you're just gonna have an empty spot. Yep. Okay. But I'm guessing the the teeth will probably partway at least close in a yeah. little bit, make it Hopefully. a smaller hole. That's the goal. I see. Well, uh, for something to look forward to, I think you failed, but uh, yep. that's big news for sure. Thanks for letting me know. That's interesting. Also, oh, yeah? people always ask me, "Are you nervous for it?" No, I'm nervous for when I'm on laughing gas and what do I say? Oh, you don't want to like divulge your deepest, darkest secrets to yes. the world. Hey, Merritt, can we organize a podcast for that day? That's Thursday, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, let's do it. 
The issue is I have school technically. School? So I don't. Well, obviously, <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. Maybe 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 Should I'll swing I go by to school and do like a quick. That? We'll do a podcast uh, while Ethan's high, and we'll see what he uh, confesses to the podcast. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know if we'll be able to work out the logistics, but that's a cool idea. I don't think you're going to be able to yeah, let well, what I say on the podcast. Who knows? Anyway, Mara, oh, what do you? Uh, oh, oh, also, oh, another thing. also, oh my also, another thing. Uh, it's Ryan's birthday. In uh, how many days? Four four days. Yeah, four days. Yeah. It's my birthday in thirteen days. <laughs> That's right. And Merritt, how many more days until your birthday? Twenty one. Twenty one. So do we all have October birthdays? Yes. <gasps> yes, all three of us have October birthdays. We are the birthday brothers. Yes, sir. Uh, that's cool. So uh, what? Ryan's is this week, Ethan's is next week, and mine's the week after that. So we have three, three weeks of row. birthday parties. Let's well, go. We'll have to do some birthday podcasts or something. Yeah, something special. We should. I don't even know how to celebrate birthdays anymore. You guys will have to help me figure that out. We uh, should do either. the next three podcasts on our birthdays. Mine's just eating ice cream cake all alone. In well, you guys will have to come on middle school fall retreat if you're going to do a podcast on my birthday, but we'll figure something out. Anyway. Do that. We can do that. We can drive up. Yonder. We'll show up. <laughs> oh boy. We'll well, sh- we'll show them how to play football. It depends on if they actually play football, but that's a different story. All right, boys. Uh, let's uh, let's move on. Is there anything else you want to bring up? Some stuff that uh, has been going on in your life, or well, you I mean, I haven't really soon? talked about mine at all because yeah, Ethan hogs all the time. Hey, you're well, welcome. We're just talking. It's fine. Yeah. What's coming up for you, Merritt? Um, tomorrow Nothing. I have my virtual tour of. GCU. Grand oh, yeah. Canyon oh, nice. Grand Canyon. Ethan, you want to stop interrupting everyone? No. no none of us can see. N- nobody can see how we're like nodding along, being like, oh, yeah, I can totally see it. So we have to like talk to fill in the, you know, exactly. the gaps. Exactly. Yeah. At so least that's my excuse. I'm over here like rocking my head back and forth, like, oh, snap, I forgot about that. Anyway, GCU, that's cool. Yeah. And then, which we is. MEA next weekend, right? Yeah, yep. MEA is next weekend. That's yeah, right. So then I have a uh, archery hunt coming up. So like deer we hunting? All do. Yep, deer hunting with a bow. Nice. Um, we get to go do that at Arden Hills. Uh, it's a military base there, or like a training grounds, whatever. That's actually really cool, dude. Yeah, they d- usually do a lottery for just the active duty and National Guard stuff people. Yeah. Right. Um, but this is their first year with it doing them doing a youth hunt too. Oh, so, very nice. Um, with it being my last possible year to do it, uh, my dad managed to talk them into getting us one of the spots so that I can do it for once. That'd be pretty cool. That's really cool, dude. Uh, I'm excited to hear how that goes. See what yeah. you get. My dad almost pulled two or three deer out of there last year. He got, only got the one, but... He easily could have had a close. couple more because he just decided not to do it. Well, it is what it is. More meat in the freezer, though. Yeah, no kidding. Good stuff. All righty. Any, any story times before we move on to book club? That's about it for me. Yeah, that's about it for me, too. Cool. So yeah, let's uh, let's hit up book club. We're in the middle of uh, the reason for God by uh, Timothy Keller, and the title of this chapter is "How Can a Loving God Send People to Hell?" I think that's a question that a lot of us think of. A lot of people are um, 
either worried about or is on their minds, and it's kind of a big deal. I know, uh, Merritt, you you were interested in reading the uh, yeah kind of so some of the comments. This chapter starts off with um, two paragraphs of a couple of quotes and a conversation between two people. It starts off, I doubt the existence of a judgmental God who requires blood to pacify his wrath, said a frowning harnut. Harmut? Hard- Hold on, I'm pulling it up. How do you say that? Uh, Hartmut? I don't know what that means, actually. I'm sure it's uh, probably one of the schools in Germany. Yeah, well, we'll continue on. A graduate student from Germany said had to, someone had to die before the Christian God would pardon us, but why can't he just forgive? And then there's all those places in the Old Testament where God commands that people be slaughtered. Yeah, so as the first quote, that's uh, that's a big question, right? Like, Yeah, because they all say he's a loving God and everything, but it's all based on kind of a perspective like we were talking about last week um, yeah. is your perspective of things. So, like, Jesus said he was a loving God and kept telling everyone, and we keep saying, well, Jesus died for our sins. Yeah, absolutely. So God would forgive us, but... If he's a loving God, like Jesus said, and like uh, the Bible says, then why did Jesus have to die for us? Yeah, why is the death necessary in the first place? Yeah. Absolutely, that's a really big question. But this conversation continues. All that is troubling, I agree, responded Josie, who worked for an art gallery in Soho. But I have even more of a problem with the doctrine of hell. Only God that is believable to me is a God of love. The Bible's God is no more than a primitive deity who must be appeased with pain and suffering. Oof, strong words, Josie. Yeah, those those are pretty strong. Ethan, how do you feel? Very strong. Very strong. Yeah. I mean... The, the those questions the why couldn't God just have forgiven why did somebody have to die and why is hell actually a thing are kind of the the focus of uh, this chapter um, uh, we we see a, a conversation between these two individuals I think is representative of how a lot of people think um, because the idea is that if uh, you believe in God, if you follow Jesus Christ, then you got you get out a hell free card, right? Like you get a go to heaven and you don't have to go to hell. But if you don't believe the right thing, then hell is in your future. And I think that's kind of the big thing that people are pushing back against. Um, uh, Pastor, well, I guess before we move on, kind of where have you guys seen this play out? Like, have you thought about this yourself or have you seen people have the same concern? Yeah, I've definitely wondered this myself like yeah if he's supposed to be all powerful all loving and just love us and forgive us then why does he keep having to change things like you look at noah's ark he killed everyone but noah and his family right everybody and in to the give world, a restart yeah. but if there was if everything's supposed to be so good then why would he have to restart it yeah that that's a good question 
Um, I could try and dive in and answer it, but I think it's better just to experience it for right now. I think that's a big deal. How about you, Ethan? Where have you seen this play out? Uh, I'm in the same boat as Merritt. Like, I've definitely thought about this as well. Like, if God is all good and everything, why is there evil in the world? Why is there such a thing as hell? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's just, it's something I always think about, I guess, because it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, hell feels like a very hateful thing. Yeah. And so it feels like it's opposite to the even the idea of a God being loving. Absolutely. Um, uh, Pastor Rick Warren uh, was kind of asked about a contradiction, or at least a seeming contradiction, of if it's true that in our country, in the United States, that people are equal. Are they actually equal? Do we have rights? Do we have um, the right to be respected, to live, to love, all of these things? Um, how does it make sense for someone who has equal rights under the law, under everything, just for being a human being, who doesn't believe the same thing as somebody else at church, would, after they die, go to hell while someone inside the church goes to heaven? Like, that, that feels like something that doesn't line up. Like, well, if someone would go to hell, then they're not as valuable as someone who would go to heaven, and you're just trying to, like deny somebody their humanity um i i personally had a tough time connecting with that statement i disagree with it very strongly um and so i just want to ask how you guys felt about the statement first because um i i struggled to understand it as a perspective and i think it's valuable to understand other perspectives where, where did you guys kind of come down when you heard that argument stated um I'm not quite sure on this one. Yeah, that's okay. I kind of just have something else in my mind for later in the book. Oh, that's fine. Um, but I guess I'm wondering, well, unless Ethan or Ryan, you have something to say for this book first. No, I'm, I'm ready to move on to some other stuff. This is just more a point of discussion. Okay. So I'm not sure how well this goes into this chapter, mm. but I feel like it, it kind of made me think of it going through that first couple uh quotes so the bible says we all get a second chance right and we can all be forgiven for our sins i mean not not necessarily second chance but yeah like we have opportunities to turn towards god yes so what would but at the end um you got to go back and kind of face God again and then he decides if you go off to hell or heaven so what happens if like um a kid like his entire life he's actually like been good to God he's followed the bible gone to church gone to youth group done everything and then like he's just a perfect model citizen but um he still has a lot of issues with like depression and everything. Cause that's a common thing that's at this really point in the thing, world. Yeah. And, um, he commits suicide. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, is a sin. So how does that work? Well, I, 
I have a bunch of thoughts going on at the same time. I'm having trouble getting them all lined up for the sake of the podcast, but um, we have to bounce back. So I, I lean on Christian theology to try and answer some of these things. So we have yeah. to kind of go back to the basics of um, at its core, every single person is already sinful, right? So we can talk about specific things that people do wrong. And by the way, depression is not sinful. Depression is something that happens in your brain that makes you think of yourself poorly, that makes it hard to live or want to live. Suicidal thoughts kind of yeah, go along I, with that. I never was um, trying to say oh that. Oh, no, I, I know. I just yeah. wanted to make sure for the sake of our podcast that that's said out loud because uh, I know a lot of people are dealing with um, full-blown depression. And uh, if they hear this, I hope that they know that they're n- that does not mean they're doing anything wrong. Um but, but let's say someone is living their life and they are doing things wrong. They do end up committing suicide. Uh, yeah, suicide is not in God's plan. You know, it's not something that he wants us to do for sure. You know, I think by going against God's plan, that is sin. Um, but the point of Jesus wasn't to say, well, I covered these 10 sins of yours, but not this one. Right. The point of Jesus is to say, hey, come to me and all of it's paid for both yeah. now and forever. But that's what I'm kind of wondering is, like, you can get forgiveness for almost any sin. Yeah, like, for sure. even you killed somebody. That's a horrible thing. Yeah, absolutely. But you can still repent if that was, like, a mistake and you just find yourself in him afterwards. I feel like you could still be, like, saved from that. But sure. how can you save yourself if you've gone through suicide like does it really right. come down to like that last moment meeting god and then him forgiving you or because you sinned and you hadn't done anything to then repent i think i think there's going to be a helpful moment later on in today's discussion i ha- i have a note um of um i'm trying to see if i can find it in my notes right now um but th- there is something coming up that I think will be really helpful for this because it's not about that one moment getting down to the last second. It's about the opportunity during your life, right? You know, the Bible talks about, uh, th- it doesn't use this language, uh, but people describe it as common grace, how everybody has knowledge of God. You know, we see nature. We see how things are made and how it's put together and how it's just way more detailed than actually makes sense. Like, just blows my mind whenever I think about it. Um, and that's just one example. There's a lot, of, a lot of things that people use as, you know, how they experience God and how God is shown to them. Um, but the point being is that everybody has that knowledge of God. Everybody has an opportunity to turn towards God. Um, and so I think... We can have a discussion about what it looks like and how it works for somebody at the beginning, middle, end of their life, whatever that looks like. Um, But I think it's going to be more helpful for everybody for us to kind of zoom out a little bit and figure out what's the point that matters? What's the point that actually affects us right now and uh, see how that changes our life now? And then we can take that and apply it to specific situations. Um. You know, the, the first reason why some people push back against the idea of hell is they cannot envision um, a divine du- judgment. They can't think about a God who is going to judge people to say, hey, you did this wrong and you deserve a punishment for that. So they say a God of judgment specifically, they simply can't exist. Um, you know, how do you 
Do you guys think God is supposed to be a God of justice? I don't know if he should or is supposed to be. I know he kind of has to be. Sure. Because yeah, if there's heaven and hell, someone has to decide. And, I mean, we kind of decide for ourselves. Like, we're given the instruction and we're given, like, what to do. Right. I mean, we're definitely not given all the answers, so that still comes down to a little bit of his decision. Sure. But I feel like a lot of it is we just. De- um, we decide where we go. Like our actions choose and dictate um, where we um, should be going. If he says it's that's how we do it, and if you do everything the right way to the way he says it, and he still sends you there, then I let, let's let's jump. I think I think the piece that I was gonna bring up is kind of gonna help answer that. Did you have a thought, Ethan? I I have two questions. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I don't think they're quite on the same topic. It's okay. We'll um, write them down. For one, if you go to hell, does that mean you weren't good enough? Ooh, good question. And another one: Does God have any help, or does he do do everything on his own? Good question. So to answer your second one, I have a question in return. Okay. Uh, Christian theology talks about God being all-powerful. Mm-hmm. So omnipotent is the word often used. Um, if God is actually all-powerful, do you think he needs help? No. No. There's the answer there. Okay. Uh, so no, God doesn't get help, but he doesn't need help. He chooses to kind of be there with us. Um, to answer your first question, the if someone goes to hell does that mean they weren't good enough in life um i think that's actually the wrong question okay because heaven and hell has very little to do with your actions and it has everything to do with your life trajectory are you living your life in the direction of god or away from god you know that's really the only direction that matters um Somebody who lives their life almost perfectly could go to hell if they were living their life away from God. Someone who lived their life as a terrible person, hurting everybody around them, disobeying God's laws, disobeying natural laws, disobeying governmental laws, could still go to heaven if they end up having the trajectory of their life turning towards Jesus Christ. So, yes, that's a good question, but it's also... it's the way you think about it, right? Yeah. Well, that, that makes more sense to me. Because yeah. in my mind, I was thinking it was all mumble jumble yeah. and everything. Well, I think I think part of this podcast is just to help us, like, verbalize some of the things that are, like, squirreling around in our brains, right? Yeah. Like, some of this stuff is so hard to just think about. Like, you could go through life and try and think about it and just get confused, but be able to just talk about it with people is super valuable for us to just, like, Figure out what we believe and why. So that's a really big deal. Um, another, uh, I, I, I want to actually ju- just jump forward. One other uh, yeah. objection to the idea of hell is to say that a loving God would not allow hell, just straight up. And so the question is, how does hell work? Most people think about hell, and so this is going to help answer what we were talking about, Merit. Um, they say or think hey, if you didn't make the right decision by a certain time, so by the time you died, 
too late. Now it's time for you to suffer because you missed out on everything. Um, but kind of the pushback comes from C.S. Lewis. We quote C.S. Lewis a lot, but he's pretty great. Um, you know, the argument is that hell is simply one's freely chosen identity apart from God. And then you follow that trajectory to infinity. So if you take someone who's selfish, who's someone who's not willing to take responsibility for their actions, you take someone who's not willing to turn to God to help them be better, right? And so if you take that forever, they're going to reject God no matter what. So C.S. Lewis says it's not a question of God sending us to hell, but instead inside each one of us, there is something growing, which will be hell unless it's nipped in the bud. All God does in the end with people is give them what they most want, including freedom from himself. So, like you just said there, God just wants to basically give people what they want. Sort of. Essentially, yeah, that's the argument. So if you live in wrath and destroy everything in your life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you want to go to hell, if you believe in that, do you think he'll send you there? For sure. Yeah, I think think what Merritt's point earlier was actually really insightful is how we actually kind of choose it ourselves. Yeah. Right? It's, It's not about... Um, what God chooses for us, it's actually about what we choose for ourselves. And, you know, what I was saying earlier, what trajectory are we on? Are we turning towards God? Are we turning away from God? You know, every, everybody thinks about someone going to hell and the image they have is of somebody being like, oh, no, God, if only I had this one more chance, I would have followed you and I could be in heaven right now. But I don't think that's actually true. I think hell is a separation from God, that the person who would go there, their selfishness consumes them even beyond what it did on earth. That they would be so stuck and not willing to say, I did nothing, I did nothing wrong, I, I didn't need help, I still don't need help, that they would still deny God's help even if he offered it to them so, after. Question. Yeah, let's hear it. So if a person that was all loving to God and everything went to church Sundays... Sure. On the right path yep. for, but they wanted to see what hell was like or wanted to go to hell. <laughs> uh, I know, a little off topic. No, like I am, I don't, I actually don't know how to answer that. That's actually a good point because, like, a lot of the times, what's a reward if you don't know what the other what thing is, is? Like, what if it's not that different? Like, you're just... It's just like the name and who's around you. I mean, Bible does talk about hell being like a fire. So, like, yeah. I, I think we can at least rule out the it's not that different point. So uh, don't go there because I like the cold. <laughs> no, I mean, you still have a good question. You know, the why would you want to get away from hell if you don't know what it's like? Yeah. That, that's essentially what it boils down to, right? I I wonder if we can shape our thinking a little bit differently of what do we want? You know, do we want that relationship with God, you know, the all powerful loving being in the universe? And again, we, you know, have this conversation to talk about, is he actually loving? What does that look like? Right. Yeah. Um, 
but if that's something you want, then that's something to be striving for and striving against the other direction. Um, all of Christian understanding of hell, and I think all of other religions' understanding of hell, is definitely not a place you want to be. Uh, I think I, I heard a statement when I was growing up that for people going to heaven, earth, right now, our life right now, this is the worst it's ever going to get, right? This is our hell. But for people destined for hell, this cruddy 2020 life, this is their heaven. This is the best it's ever going to get. That's interesting. Yeah. Isn't that weird to think about? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That kind of just made me have a lot more stuff. And yeah, a lot up. of stuff going through your brain, huh? Yeah. You, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just call it out. You look like you just got real uncomfortable. No, not uncomfortable whatsoever. It's just I'm intrigued. I see. So you're just like interested. You're engaged. You're trying to like think through it. Yeah, I'm trying to like think of everything that yeah you just said. So since this isn't a visual podcast, Ryan <laughs> is over here sitting like cross-legged on a chair, just kind of chilling, asking questions, kind of looking like at Ethan, just like, Haha, what's he thinking? What's he going to do? And then Ethan's over here, like feet back under the chair, hand on his leg, biting his lip, like, huh, where's this going? <laughs> and then I'm just over here on the carpet laying yeah, Merit's, down, just Merit's chilling. laying on the floor. Yeah, so. I'm just I'm just relaxing right Merit's now. Merit's a little sore today, so. Oh, yeah. Why are you sore, Merit? I lifted with my uncle yesterday, yeah. and I probably did a little bit too much on the squats. Mm. So, Hey, he got a big number, though. Yeah, how much you lift? Um, I got up to, mind you, I haven't actually lifted in a no, year. No, no, no. How much you it, lift? It was about like. I squatted, I think we got to 245. Oh, easy. Easy. No big <laughs> deal. I, I yeah. bet I can only get to 150. Yeah, it's pretty obvious you haven't lifted in a while. That's true. <laughs> Uh, and for the podcast listener who's never actually met me, I'm the scrawny, tall dude who hasn't worked out in probably like six years. So that's a joke, just to be clear. All right. Good right. intermission. Good intermission. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's it's interesting stuff to think about. And actually, I, I don't know if that statement of the best life is going to get and worst life is going to get um, was the deciding factor for me. But that is kind of one of the reasons why I'm a pastor, right? Like I believe so strongly that every single person deserves that opportunity to actually know God for real and not just go through life pretending like they have things figured out. You know, I think people deserve to have that chance for heaven, to have that chance to say, you know what, if I continue my life the way it's going, this like bud, you know, the, this, you know, something growing in me that's going to turn into hell, like, I want everybody to have a chance to deal with it because that matters. Yeah. So I have another question. Yeah, let's hear it. Why is the only two options heaven and hell? What about purgatory? Why is that such a thing? <laughs> why isn't there just like an end? Um, because we weren't created to have an end. <laughs> we we originally as people were created to live with God forever. 
in Shh. harmony and peace and joy. And then we screwed it up. And so what hell really is, is simply a separation from God. So a separation from that peace and joy and relationship that God brings. What's up, Ethan? So, um, got a question. Yeah. Uh, how do you explain ghosts? <laughs> like, do you oh, think it's just because they're... Podcast today, do you think nice. they're just, like, pending to go to hell or heaven? Like, they're just waiting around to go? Or, like... Um, I have an opinion on ghosts that some people do not share. And so I'm willing to tell you what it is. Oh, please share. I'm interested. Uh, but I am not willing to put my feet down on this one. Uh, l- let me just, let me say it this way. This is not a hill I'm willing to die on. Oh. So if we start an argument about this, I will, I will end never. the argument because I don't care. This, it, is, this is small potatoes to me. Open-minded. Great. Just want to hear what you say about Sounds it. Sounds good. I do not believe that ghosts, in the way that we think about them, actually exist. Now, you're probably thinking (laughs) about situations where people speak to someone who died, right? Yeah. Or something is haunted or, um, I mean, it's October, so Halloween's coming. We think about ghosts (laughs) all the time, right? Um, My opinion, um, especially in those situations where someone talks to someone long dead, is that that is a demon impersonating the individual. That is interesting. Yeah. Now, I I do not have good answers for a lot of things. There are some stories I've heard from people who have uh, very positive, uplifting, uh, pointing them towards God in reality uh, stories with what I would consider as ghosts. Um, and I cannot blame that on demons. And so I wonder if uh, that would be angels because just for clarification's sake, demons are simply angels who turned away from God. They're the same thing. Yeah. Um, and so maybe that's true. Uh, I haven't actually thought that through hard enough to decide if I think that's true, but my general opinion about ghosts is that they don't exist. So I just want to like quick say what I kind of, yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. I'm open to this for sure. One time when I was younger, my grandpa passed away in 2008 and I think this was about five, six years ago. Sure. When I was younger, I woke up one night and I saw my grandpa on my bed. Mm. And ever since then, I've really questioned about was it an angel, oh, interesting, demon, ghost, what, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or did I just dream it or something? Mm-hmm. You know. I, it's just it's something that I'm interested in like learning more about. Yeah. But a little sidetracked off of what we're talking about <laughs> a little on the podcast. Bit. Uh, I think I think this might be something fun to just keep circling back around to because this is a really interesting topic for sure. <laughs> now, just so you know, Ethan, there is an example in the Bible of God letting somebody come back from heaven for a very short conversation. Yeah. Um, he actually did it through a witchcraft individual who claimed to be able to talk to dead people but was faking it. This person came back from heaven to talk to the person who was trying to talk to him. She flipped out because she was like, wait, this isn't supposed to actually happen. What's <laughs> going on? Um, and then, you know, I need to go read the story again. But long story short, he actually got pissed off like, why are you trying to call me? Go deal with your own stuff. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. This isn't how this is supposed to work. <laughs> 
Um, so I mean, th- there are some examples. So I'm I'm willing to be wrong about this. <laughs> you know, like, no, I know that's interesting. Um, so this is kind of on the topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is good. But, uh, it's a little different. So the last couple deaths in my family, I had a cousin that uh, lived out in Washington, and he died. And a couple days after uh, we spread his ashes in Wisconsin at the creek that he uh, grew up on, Mm. on their hunting land. Yeah. Um, A couple days after that, um, his ex or his now widowed wife um, had a hawk sit on the port, sit on their deck um, rail right outside her kitchen window when she was up in the morning. Mm. And it just sat there and looked at her for about 15 minutes. Interesting. And then after my mom's uncle died, um, they had almost the same thing happened at my grandparents' at their house too. They had a, um, I'm not sure if it was a hawk or an eagle came and sat on their hot tub cover and just looked at them for, I'm not sure how long, just through their front window. And so like, we keep having this recurring thing where like, we'll have a bird come and sit and sit with us a couple days after they die or whatever. Interesting. And so, what do you think the deal is with that? My mic was muted. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just want to point out that like similar things have happened to me, but not, yeah, not as not awesome yeah. as merits. Interesting. But uh, I'm gonna be straight up honest. I have no idea what to make of that. I I have actually heard stories similar to that of uh, with, with dogs instead of birds. Um, not not exactly the same thing but essentially like a dog coming in um off the street and acting in a way that you know makes everybody hearing the story believe that that dog was somehow the person who passed away yeah um or or other stories like that i've, I've heard you know a handful of them for sure at this point um just real talk i have no idea what to make of it you know that that's really interesting stuff it clearly something's happening you know, there is a pattern there. There's something going on. I don't know how to explain it. You know, it could be something spiritual. It could be something scientific. It could be something mundane. You know, I I really I really couldn't tell you the answer to that. Um, but it does sound like there's some comfort being brought by the animal's presence. Um, and regardless of whether it's a spiritual thing, whether the animal actually is the deceased person or whether it's representing them or maybe there's a mundane reason I do believe that God uses regular things to bring us comfort. Um, so I don't know the details, but I do know that, you know, our God is good and he does bring comfort in ways like that. Interesting stuff. Yeah, I, I'd be really interested in doing some more research on that to figure it out. I would be too. Yep, like good stuff. So if any of our listeners have any uh, stories they'd like to share, uh, with similar themes, or if you have resources that you'd like to bring up for us to look into and uh, just get some more insight on stories like this, uh, let us know at uh, foreverfaithpod at gmail.com. That'd be a really cool place to interact with us. It'd be uh, amazing to talk back with you guys and just listen. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, you, you're stuck listening to us for long enough. We'd like to listen <laughs> in return. Yeah, man, tangents abound today, but I love it. This is good stuff. I'm. Uh, I think. I think we can still get through everything. Although I, the thought has crossed my mind of what does it look like to make uh, this this chapter a two part podcast. But um, I would be open. To you'd that. be open to that. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in here for sure. You know what? I'm cool with that too. Let's uh, let's talk about what we've already brought up, and then uh, next time we record, let's kind of come back to it and bring up some of the different points. So we've gone over how kind of the start, how can a loving God send people to hell? How can a loving God let there be a hell? Yeah. And we've kind of gone over the topics of ghosts and <laughs> demons and angel signs and um, sins and forgiveness and all kinds of stuff. So You're far. right. We've covered a lot of stuff today. And yeah. it was fun. Yeah, it was good <laughs> stuff. I think we actually covered less of the chapter and more just random things. I mean, I wouldn't say they were random. I would <laughs> say more of like intriguing things that we've learned. Wow. Well, well, yeah, intriguing things, but I don't think most of them had really almost anything to do with the chapter. True. But then again, this podcast isn't just supposed to be about reading the book. It's supposed to be about our faith in life. So, so that's good stuff. Um, let's, let's just see if there's any last points we want to make before we, uh, close this out. Um, no, I think, I think that last thing we talked about how the, the, you know, all God does in the end is, you know, give people what they most want, including freedom from himself. I think that's probably a good place to end it for today. Uh, a thought to think about and wonder, you know, obviously God doesn't serve you. He's not a vending machine in the sky. He's not (laughs) sitting here, you know, waiting to give you everything you want, but, uh, I do think big picture at the very end, you know, we get what we want. We don't just get what we deserve. We also get what we want. And that's, uh, that's an interesting In the concept. end, right? Not, not I, in the, in end, the, pr- for sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Speaking I, of I wouldn't machines. mind being able to eat dairy so I could go to get a cheeseburger, but here we are. Yeah. We'll try to find you some lactose free cheese and we'll make you the best cheeseburger you've ever had. I would love to have the best. We'll make him a juicy Lucy. Yes. Oh. Lactose free cheese. Okay. But, uh, dairy free cheese, but yes. Same thing? Uh, no, not the same thing. Uh, doesn't matter, but there's multiple dairy proteins, and lactose is one of them. I so you can't have goat? Them. Oh, you need I have not tried goat stuff, uh, goat cheese. Um, I'm scared to. Okay. You could always look it up and compare the parts and look That's it up. That's true. Maybe, that. maybe, maybe the proteins are all different. We'll I'll do it for you, Ryan. I appreciate that. You not having a juicy Lucy makes me sad. I've l- adjusted. But thank you for your sadness on my behalf. We need to make one for you. Okay, sounds good. Cool. All right, let's let's move on. We didn't get any <laughs> questions for this week, but w- I, I just want to let our listeners know that we want to be involved in your life, right? Like we're we're so grateful that you've chosen to uh, listen to us ramble and talk about some things that matter and some things that don't matter. Um, but if, if there's anything going on in your life, um, we want to be able to you know maybe give some advice just help you think through some things we're really good at talking things through so if, if there's advice that you need about life about school about making a decision um you know i'd, I'd love for you to uh, also i uh, just want to point out that it's free uh the advice is free it might take like maybe two or three days to get back to you but 
It's free and it won't hurt. Free advice from a bunch of pseudo professionals. Yes. Anyway, is what it is. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to cover before we close this out today? I think we covered a lot. So. I think we did. I think we did. All righty then. Let's close this up. Thank you, everyone, once again for tuning in to the Forever Faith podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerned, concerns, or things you want advice about, shoot us an email at foreverfaithpod at gmail.com. And with that, it's time to go. I'm Merritt. I'm Ethan. I'm Ryan. And we'll see you all next time. Have a good day. Scoop.